my fucking god. <laughs> I have, a, I have to tell you this story okay. oh, straight off the bat. Okay, go. Okay, so okay. I'm driving here to your house, Yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, so I went to McDonald's near your house, <laughs> Yeah. right? Hang on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's a McDonald's near my house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So then I've come out of McDonald's and I'm like driving on whatever that road is. Mm-hmm. And then you know how there's the lights and then you turn left mm-hmm. to go down that really long mm-hmm. road, right? So I've turned down there. And you know when you come over the rise, mm-hmm. I've come over the rise, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a police car, right? And immediately I look at what I'm doing speed wise, right? And I'm doing like 56, okay. right? And I'm like, what the fuck is the speed? <laughs> yeah. What is the speed limit through there? Because yeah. I don't, I don't remember seeing speed signs, and I've yeah. automatically gone, well, it's 60 through here because yeah. the street before 60. Yeah. When I got out the front of your house, I went on Google Maps and I'm like on the, yeah. like looking down yeah. the road. There is not a single speed sign before where that police car was. Yeah. So am I getting like my 800th fine of the year or It am is I- 50 there on that road. Because all residential roads are 50. No. Yeah. But like that, no, but that to me is like a main road. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 50 there. But I'm pretty sure, like, you've got to be, like, speeding, speeding to... Okay, so there was this one time. Oh there was... God. Mom, Dad, I've got another... There's a fine <laughs> there coming was, to your house. There was a camera on the expressway and I was going, like... Expressway's, like, 100. I was going, like, 108. Right, right, yeah. Going past it. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's pinged me. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder how much leeway they have with speed limits. Because, like, no one's getting, like a speeding fine if you're going 101 right yeah yeah so i downloaded the data set for all the fines that got given out in the financial year of 2022 to 23 this is why you're a data analyst and then i created a spreadsheet and then i arranged it by how much they were caught speeding by right the highest speed was like 10 right okay so i think you'll be all right Okay. I think you'll be fine. Everyone, let's manifest that I haven't got another fine. <laughs> Don't hold me to that though, but it won't be that much because you were only like six Ks over. I just finished paying off my other fine. <laughs> One more time. Mum and dad, just fucking add it to my... Yeah. Thing. It's whatever. I don't. I actually just can't even care anymore. But I get that all the time because it changes to 50 and 60 around here. And I hate going 50. 50 is so slow. I don't mind going 50. No, but I like, hate it. Because the road before is 60. Yeah. Right. And this road, there's like the characteristics of yeah. these two roads are very similar. It's not like it's Maybe like, it is 60. Well, it's not like it's like one of these. Like I understand these kind of suburban streets. Well, now we'll know. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. We'll, we'll find we'll out. Know. Like, anyway, maybe I'll try and Can fight you? it. Do you reckon I, I don't just, know. Just Anyway, so I probably have another fine. Whatever, who cares? I just, I, I just can't care anymore. Like, I can't. Like, whatever, SA government, you're obsessed with me. I get it. But anyway, what's been happening? Uh, not a lot. My throat hurts and I can't talk too long without gagging. So if you're into that sort of thing, turn the volume up because it's probably it's better. Well, I don't know. It's real weird. It just, like, it doesn't hurt. It just feels real tight. It feels like there's something stuck there. It's like right here. Interesting. Right here. Okay. Have yeah. you Googled it? Nah, not yet. Hmm. But Interesting. Yeah. But, mm. Anyway, so me live, laugh, loving this week and my body was like, mm, less of that, please. 
we actually don't enjoy having fun. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we did have so much fun this week. We had... We have been busy little bees. We saw on Friday night <laughs> all-time low and made a parade. But... Same. I also have half a chewed up NFL ball. Uh, <laughs> Nick Bosa's impact on this household. Might I also say, when I watched back last week's episode, I realised that I was saying Nick Borsa the whole time. <laughs> Can we please? <laughs> Turns out it's not Nick Borsa. It's Bo- just Nick Bosa. Where'd you get the R from? I don't know. Borsa. kind of sounds cooler, doesn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, so Friday night we went and saw All Time Lawn Mayday Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, in, at the entertainment center. Can I just say, Adelaide Emos, bunch of hotties. Dude. Bunch of, a like, lot of hotties. Bunch of hotties. Yeah. There were a lot of hotties out and yeah. about on Friday. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Mm. Um, there was no seating, not a single opportunity. We were, we were bamboozled. So, and like we did everything in our power to not get sore knees. We didn't get there until literally five minutes before Mayday yeah. got on. Right? Yeah. We timed it really, really well. Yeah. But there is something in the concrete flooring of the entertainment center that shoots daggers up my legs. I would like a Royal Commission investigation into it, actually. Right? Like my knees at the end of it. And like my ankles, it felt like I'd been on a plane for 300 and days. Like my and back. Yeah. My- like I woke up on Saturday so sore. And we weren't even like dancing. I couldn't dance because my whole body from like the <laughs> we hips down was stiff. But great concert. Oh, I loved it. Fantastic. I knew maybe like five songs. So that's fine. But like so much fun. And I'm listening to them so much more now. So yeah. you know what? Yeah. We've done it backwards. I would argue that knowing the early day songs mm. is more important than the new songs yeah. anyway. So. Yeah. We did it properly. Yeah, exactly. Great, great concert. Um, I want them. I want Mayday to come back and do like their own, their own tour kind of thing. Yeah, I wanted more. You Mayday. know what? I am really upset that they didn't sing that song. Um, Three cheers for five years, and we'll both go down together. Yeah, I think that's three cheers for five years. No, I'd hate to be you oh, when, when I find out this song is about you. Yeah, what? Yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Why would you not do? And we both They didn't go. do that, did they? No, and they didn't do three cheers for five years. Like what? Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Figure it out. Come on. Yeah, that was disappointing. I also wish that All Time Low did Remembering Sunday. Like Sing I it. know, I know it's depressing, but like, um, he woke up from oh, dreaming yeah, 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 and put yeah, on yeah. his shoes. That's a banger, though. Yeah, it's. It's their version of miserable at best, right? <laughs> and shoes, just mood. them like so depressing and would have killed the entire vibe, but banger. Killing the vibe by making a new vibe. But that's what being emo is all about. Exactly. I don't want to hear these like dance, love in the stereo. No, I want like, I want depressing. Also a banger though. <laughs> yeah. Like give me like a little... I'm going to fling myself off the balcony moment, like mid-set. Yeah. And then we can go for round two. Yeah. And Mayday did that. Mayday did yeah. that with Miserable Best. Yeah. And I almost did fling myself off the yeah. top of the entertainment mm. centre. Mm. But, banger. Mm. Loved it. Yeah. That was such a good concert. Define a generation. I've had so many, because we like obviously posted about it on mm. socials. I've had so many people message me and be like, oh my God, 
I wish that I went. Like they sound yeah. so good. And Speaking I'm like, of wishing we went, we almost drove to Melbourne today. <laughs> For Country Hearts. What the fuck is it called? Riding Hearts (laughs) Festival. So it's basically like a baby festival of CMC, which is Australia's like country music festival. Riding of something would have fucking happened if we went because the people going are fucking beautiful. (laughs) I haven't even seen who went. Okay, you need to you need to go. Have you not seen my TikTok that I sent you? No. Okay. Okay. Give me a give me a hot minute. All right. So you tell you you tell the story. Okay. So CMC is Australia's like country music festival, right? <laughs> You're actually going to scream from every and hole in your body. Riding, they <laughs> announced earlier this year this like tiny baby festival called Riding Hearts, and they played one day in Sydney, which was yeah, which was yesterday, and then they played one day in Melbourne, which was today, and yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. When they announced the lineup, it was like Bailey Zimmern, and then. I shit you not. So what my favorite country artist who's like relatively new to the scene, he only got signed this year, but only like got big off TikTok. His name is Matt Schuster, right? Would you say he's more of a favorite than um, Zach Bryan? Yes. Oh! Yeah, I would pick Matt Schuster over Zach We're going to circle back to that, yeah. guys. Keep, keep note yeah. of that in your yeah. mind, right? Yeah. So I love Matt Schuster. Like, he has like seven songs, but I know every <laughs> single one as if the fucking lyrics are tattooed on my liver, okay? Like, I'm obsessed with this man. And he was announced for this lineup, and I wanted to go, but it was like 180 bucks a ticket. We had we already had bought to all-time low. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. And then mm-hmm. we were... Um, at a bar before the concert on Friday, mm-hmm. two drinks in, and we're like, "What if? What if we drove to Melbourne?" Logistically, it wasn't the craziest idea we've had. We were going to drive in this morning, go to the show because Matt's set doesn't start until like what five? Yeah, it was like five, five to yeah. six. And then we were going to drive home, and then I'd be able to log in for work for eight thirty on Monday. Right, but however financially a horrible decision and i probably would have got 35 i got a fine coming to your house today like i would have got a fine going to fucking okay right okay. okay so you play that the music's not on but you play that okay i'll post it on our socials no you wait uh-oh <laughs> okay all right for the listeners right and we'll share <laughs> Oi, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of denim. Yeah. A lot of t shirts, a lot of hats, and a lot of cowboy boots. A lot of a lot of moustaches. Yeah. I love Movember. Bro. (laughs) Are you kidding me? There's this TikTok as well, and it's about November. And it's like this girl, and she's like um, lip syncing to Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> Me at this festival. That's America. It is a fucking crime that that we didn't go to this. That's what I said. And that's, when I said to you, I was like, we should have fucking gone. When people ask us, hey guys, why are you single? I'm just going to send them the fact that I didn't go to fucking Riding Hearts Festival. Bro. Oh, oh eating so my own foot. Now. Yeah. So now that's happened, and I got a fine. <laughs> it's been a great Sunday, and I'm sunburnt. <laughs> I spent an hour outside reading today, and my entire legs are sunburnt. 
I got my ears pierced this weekend too. That was very manic of you, but they look gorgeous. Thank you. They look I love them. You look so fancy. <laughs> Stop. Something about having multiple ear piercings. It's like yeah, classy, but bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to all time low ones and gets fucking seconds pierced. <laughs> Rock and roll, my dude. Fucking rock and roll. <laughs> Roller coaster for a weekend, clearly. Um, have what you tried else? a chip yet? Why? Why do you say it like that? No, a, a review for the fans. I like the crunch of it. Like it's a structure. What flavor is it? Uh, sour cream and chive, I think. Okay. Weird flavor to be buying. Well, they're ruffles, and they only I think they only come in this flavor at Costco. Oh, okay. But fair enough. No, that's good. Mm, yeah. I did that. It's fucking slaps. Um, crush of the week. Yeah, circling back. So my crushes are determined on two factors. Mm-hmm. You either make eye contact with me in a public place and we never see again, each other ever again, <laughs> or <laughs> or I have a dream about you. <laughs> now number two can. Usually can only happen if you're a celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had a dream recently that Zach Bryan, country singer, mm-hmm. who's dating Brianna Chicken Fry, mm-hmm. was. Is her last name actually Chicken Fry? No, it's like Panig. Pangel. Pang. Anyway. Okay. I don't know not, what it is. Not Chicken Fry. I like that chicken though. Fry. Chicken Fry. She. I had a dream that Zach Bryan was my boyfriend. Mm hmm. And now I'm in love with him. Mm-hmm. I, I liked his music and I thought so he was fair. cool, but now I'm like. I'm in love with him. Same thing happened to me with, do you remember the year that we drove to Wyala? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> the night before we drove to Wyala, I had a dream that Justin Bieber was my boyfriend. <laughs> right? This is what happens. I was, I didn't really care for, like, it's not that I didn't care for Justin Bieber, but I was like, Ugh, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. like, neither mm-hmm. here nor there. Impartial. Yeah. Then I had a dream that he was my boyfriend. And then I was suddenly obsessed, mm. right? The same thing's happened. The same thing's fucking mm. happened. And now I love Zach Bryan. So he's crush mm. of the week. Yeah. So fair. So fair. Um, yeah. Mm. Big mood. Big bloody mood. Um, it is officially Iron Flame week, everyone. Whoop, For all whoop. of the Fourth Wing fans, Iron Flame, which is the second book in the Fourth Wing series, Gets released in Australia on Wednesday and I can't fucking wait mm. to get my hands on it. And I refuse to do anything. Once I have that book in my hands, don't call me. Don't text me. Don't ask me to do work. Don't do anything. Mm. I am just reading this book. Mm. And I'm so excited. And I'm so scared because people in the UK have already got their hands on it. Somehow it got like delivered to mm. them early. And now I'm terrified to be on the internet because I'm afraid that someone's going to mm. like spoil it. Mm. And I think I will actually off myself if someone does that. So, and then it also came out that Amazon are doing a TV series. Yes. Based on Fourth Wing. Um, and I'm so excited. Um, and I was looking at like casting, like fan yes. casting on TikTok. Yes. And Run me people through. were saying... Run me through. So I, I've never had an original thought, right? So I was like, fuck, why yeah, would I come up no, with it? Because I just me. forget every actor yeah, in the world. Literally me. So people are saying that Violet should be played by Dove Cameron. And apparently the author has... I don't know what she looks like. ...has said that... Does she act? 
I know she sings. Are you thinking of Sabrina Carpenter? No, Dove Cameron definitely sings. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Oh, she's a singer and actress. There you I go. didn't know she sang. Um, apparently the author of Fourth Wing. Yeah, but imagine her with brown hair. Yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. So people, yeah, people yeah, are saying yeah. that Dove Cameron, and apparently the yeah. author really wants Dove Cameron as well, yeah, right? right? Then people were saying... What has she been in? Ah, oh, Descendants. Oh, okay. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Then people were saying for Zayden oh. that yeah. he should be played by, and you're going to have to look this up, mm. Matthew D'Addario. Matthew. D-A-double-D. D-A-D-D. Matthew Delavadova. I- <laughs> uh, Show me. Uh, hang on. Let me find a good photo for you. Like I've looked, but I want to make sure that you're looking at what. I think it makes sense. Throw some tattoos on him and it makes sense. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're on, they're on brand. They're on brand. He looks like the illustrations that I've seen of like what people think Zayden would look like. Yeah, okay, obviously not <laughs> the white version of him. But, but like Okay, maybe put some Bondi sands on him. Yeah. The yeah. tan version of him with tattoos. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> I sense a okay. new crush. Okay. Guys. How old is this man? Probably like twenty one knowing my luck. Um Oh thirty six. Oh. Fucking perfect. Say less. Right? Then this one is going to rock your mind. Mm. Tan. like <laughs> That's um, annoying. <laughs> tan, like Violet's dragon. Oh, yeah. Harrison Ford. Oh, I love that. Isn't that genius? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I looked up. Or, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Hang on. Give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Or um, Mark Hamill would have been a good one too. Who's that? He's the guy that plays the lawyer in Fall of the House of Usher. With the fun hat and the glasses. Oh, yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. He was in Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He'd make a, like he has a real nice character voice. People were saying, actually, I can just see it in my head. I don't even know how to describe her to you. You know the lady from Glee, the gym teacher or something? I've never watched Glee. Oh, yeah, Sue Sylvester. People were saying her for Violet's mum. She's too old, though. I'm just saying what people are saying. But, yeah, no, I get the vibe. Yeah, that's all I remember. I'm so intrigued to see if that series is going to be good or fucking terrible like not to poo poo on amazon right they amazon don't make don't... great shit <laughs> they don't make great shit no like oh my God, <laughs> get it because <laughs> i make a fucking pardon um like the boys was a good series and then like clarkson's farm is fun and the summer i turned pretty yeah that's so, like it, yeah <laughs> 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 <Bill and Ted. laughs> <laughs> I can't ever sneeze once. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sneeze just knocked every thought out of my brain. Um, 
Yeah, I don't... I'm nervous. Mm, agreed. Like, they also house all the after movies. And I'm not saying that they exactly. have anything to do with after. Exactly. But, like, that's a red flag. They also... <laughs> Amazon also has that weird fucking movie that I watched with... um. Dylan Sprouse, whatever in mm. it, where he's a fighter, mm-hmm. and then yeah, mm-hmm. that was fucking weird, weird. Um, but I went out for dinner with a friend this week, and I thought you went like a date, and I was like, I no. can't believe you didn't tell me. No, I didn't do that. Went out for dinner with a friend this week. I don't even know how it came up, mm. but we were talking about Pedro Pascal, right? God love that man. And I was saying that I reckon all the hot men are age 48. Like that age specifically, right? So then I Googled it. Okay. 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 Now, turns out I'm onto something. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to have to remember who's on this list because I don't have my phone. But I have to Google. If you Google it, I remember the first person on this list. Now, this one I don't agree with, but the general public would agree with this, right? Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, okay, but in the scheme of things, it makes sense, right? So he's 48, okay? <laughs> what do you mean in the scheme of things? Because <laughs> <laughs> the general public thinks he's, like, banging. Yeah, but you literally posted on our podcast Instagram account that you think he has a smelly bum. Yeah, and I, <laughs> so... I second that. I think he's grotty and I wouldn't go near him. <laughs> but everyone else thinks he's hot, so, right, okay. it's kind of feeding into okay. my theory that all – Hot men at age 48. Okay. Right? Who else? So obviously Pedro Pascal's on that list. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. Bradley Cooper. Another smelly man. <laughs> okay. Hang- okay. Sorry. Who wears Ellen boxes? Grow the fuck up. Touch you- grass and be fucking for real. You're 48 and you're wearing Ellen DeGeneres underwear. That's not Bradley Cooper. Is that not? Yeah. What Gigi Hadid. And they're walking in the rain. Why do I think that's someone else? <laughs> Oh my God, hang on. No. No, you give me two seconds. <laughs> I'm just going to demolish these chips while we wait. That's so fine. I can't spell. It doesn't matter. Google will fill in the gap. Yeah, you. Oh my God. I don't even make Yuck. I want to delete this segment now. <laughs> Uh, no, p- please keep going. David Harbour. Okay, yeah, yeah. David yeah. Harbour's on that list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with this one, but 50 Cent is 48. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my list had a lot more fucking credibility to it before I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't vet this list and it shows. Well, okay, let's open it up a little bit more. I think. All the hot men mm-hmm. are in their 40s. Ian Summerholder, 44. Who? Oh, oh the man that wears a feather hat and, right, <laughs> and, and, a, and singlets exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, but if you ignore those elements, <laughs> he's really hot, okay? I dream about him too. <laughs> Can you tell? Mm-mm. I can't tell anyone about that room. God, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just that's actually incriminating. I'm trying to think who else. I don't know. 
This felt way stronger of a story. Leading up to this. I guess we'll move on. So. <laughs> Whatever. How old's um the guy from Grey's Anatomy? Oh no, he's like fifty something. Oh okay. He's he's huh. that's a whole other category. Yeah, a okay. whole other kettle of fish. Yeah, I have a different category for Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Um Retirement. God, I love that man. Only gone he's gone like silver fox now. How old's um Steve Carell? He'd be in his fifties, if oh. not sixties. Oh, good mm-hmm. for him. Yep. Um, who else fits in that? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, right? He'd be in his 50s. If so not I 60s. can support that. The 48 is very much miss. Mm, okay. Mid. To be fair, I think Pedro Pascal is just leading it. Um, I don't know who else would be in that, but now. Mm. Um, but on the topic of dating, right? Hate it. Yeah, okay, that, it's fucking, like, for that. just a real quick moment, like, how, like, the bar is so incredibly low for men, right? hmm How hard is it to ask questions and just be engaged in a conversation? The reason men can't ask questions is because they don't have enough brain cells. But, like, it's so easy. Mm, I know. Like, how was your day? What did you have for lunch today? How was your drive home? Would you prefer a summer or spring wedding? Gold or silver <laughs> for your engagement ring. What shaped diamond do you like? And this is all in the context of a first date, right? No, just in general. Just men just do not have the capacity to just keep a conversation going. And it's That's making fair. me sick. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Men are mid and which leads into, mm. right? Mm. So if you're talking to someone on a dating app, right? Mm-hmm. The natural trans, like the natural progression, is that you talk to someone for a little bit, and then I feel like once you're like, yeah, this person's like, it's a vibe, it's a vibe, it's a vibe, yeah. You add each other on Instagram, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't have. To, I'm not a Snapchat person. I don't use Snapchat. Yeah. I have not had the Snapchat Snapchat app for years. Yeah, but like I'm not adding people on. Well, I am a little bit, but <laughs> I just like. Oh uh, well, I guess you kind of gotta you gotta do the stalky stalk. Okay, so. That's where this yeah, is leading, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. So I, you add someone on Instagram, right? What's oh, yeah. the first thing you do when you've added someone, like a male species on mm. Instagram? What's the first thing you do? Other than look at their photos? Yeah. You check their follows list. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's That will tell you a lot about the man that you're about to be crushing on for the next eight hours right so i believe in three categories of following lists yeah right and this is who they're following right yeah so the dream following list is that everyone looks relatively normal Mm -hmm. right there's no red flags Mm -hmm. friends people you know they look real Real they might follow some celebrities but it's nothing crazy like Stock standard celebs, yeah. It's a stock standard following list, right? That's what you would expect from another human being. Gold standard. Right? Then you've got the, I would call this like the wonky category, right? Yeah. Where if you've been on dating apps long enough, Mm -hmm. right, you start to notice patterns, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you are one of those people that's been on dating apps for a long time and you will like 
FBI investigate these people's <laughs> following this, you could potentially, if they're in the wonky category, you will see, like, as a female, the same women in everyone's... Really? Yeah. You start to notice <laughs> the same women... Like, like normal women? Normal women. The same normal women. Right? But what it's telling you is that this person... They've been there a while. ...has been on the dating apps a while. And they're, like... Doing the rounds. Everyone has the same... It's the same fucking, like, male route. Right? Like, literally throwing the newspaper out. Like, it's the same (laughs) route. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And... It's and th- this is not poo pooing on the girls because the girls don't know and like how no, are we supposed to know? No, we're just yeah. trying to we're just trying to get like wifed up, okay? Mm-hmm. But if I'm seeing the same women mm. in your following list, like mm. nah, we like, got issues. This is that's what I would call the wonky category. Yeah. I wouldn't cut you off. Yeah, right. But I got my eye on you. Yeah, because like, I've we've like, banked that we've banked we've that banked information that. and we're storing it for safekeeping. Yeah. You're yeah. unlikely to be ready for commitment. Yeah, or there's a huge red flag. There's something that hasn't been uncovered yet. Exactly. Mm. Right. Then there's the third category, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the category of death. You see this in <laughs> graveyard. A this is this is instant graveyard. Graveyard right? category. If you see this in a man's following list immediately give up mm. like just it's not Call it there, a day there is nothing Call salvageable about this yeah okay yeah get your so, lunch from the fridge pack it up and just head in the car right yeah. the rule of thumb is that you have to have 10 of these accounts in there for it for you to be in the graveyard yeah. right anything yeah. less than that and it's kind of like, it's still iffy but it's like it's obviously not some like weird your foot's hovering over the line right between wonky and graveyard right? it's yeah. not it's not like this is not criminal yeah. if it's under ten, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling through this person's thing, right? Doing my FBI investigation. So this this has come up because you've chatted to someone. I was talking to someone for like two minutes. Yeah, and two then I was, you we went were to, interviewing. You okay? went, yeah, <laughs> we were interviewing, we're interviewing for the we're role. Doing the, we're doing a background check. Yeah, we were calling references. We're going through to see what category <laughs> they're yeah. about to fall into, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can determine where their application went next. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And I start seeing some interesting things, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Picture this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is gonna be good. I'm so a excited. lot. The first thing that caught my eye, all the profile pictures, mm. massive tits, <laughs> right? Just massive tits, like squished together and like this in the camera. Okay, right? And then mm. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Mm. So I like would click on the profile to get a bit more. Mm-hmm. Only fans accounts, uh, right? Yes. Now, they all were the same, like big, like curvy, yeah. like... Like, there were so many of them. This was, like, this was borderline, like, a kink, right? Yeah. This was, like, a fetish. Like, this is a whole new Mm. realm of things, right? And there was, like, I shit you not, there was, like, 20 of these accounts. And I'm at work when I'm going through this, right? So I've immediately, like, I've immediately alerted the authorities, (laughs) a.k.a. Steph and Lauren, who I work with. And it was determined that this was beyond, this was beyond redemption, mm. right? That to me, there is something off about that. Yeah. Like you, you've clearly got a kink. And it also was like, am I, are you, am, and then like, like, am I just fulfilling this kink that you have? Yeah. Like, do you actually like me for who I am or are right. you just liking me for my titties? It was all, uh, it was all gross. Yeah. It was all feral. Yeah. 
Anyway, so that died before it even came to life. But uh. this, my word of advice, if you're not doing the Instagram investigation, you need to immediately mm. because mm. that will tell you everything you need to know about a man. Yeah, so true. Fuck their photos. I don't even care if they look like who they say they are. Look at their following. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it gives you very important intel, I yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of if there are any other like red flags on Instagram. I miss the days of when like you had that tab and you could see oh. like everyone's activity, like yes. who followed who, who was liking whose photos, like who yes. was commenting on shit. That was, that was spicy. Oh, the tea. Bring it back. Um, red flags on Instagram. Um, people, men who share, like, this sounds bad, but like men who share memes on their stories, <laughs> right? And it's, yeah. it's because I've never come across a man who shared a normal meme. Yeah. It's always something really whack. And yeah, like, or like real sexual. It's like real sexual. Yeah. It's like Trump affiliated. Yeah. It's like something to do yeah. with like Jordan Peterson and like yeah. all of them. Yeah. That's a red flag to me. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Maybe men just shouldn't have social media accounts. Um, Red or green flag, men not being on socials. I don't. I will. I will never believe a man that says they're not on socials. Really, I will never believe them. Everyone has yeah, some right. sort of socials, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, even even my dad, who mm. would rather die mm. than sign up to Facebook, mm. he has a Facebook account. Mm. It's run by mum. Mm. Or like, but- what about like when like they have socials but they just don't use it? Like their last post was like from. Oh, they're messaging. 2021. They are sliding, slip, slop, sliding in yeah. everyone's DMs, yeah. right? They yeah. are lurking. This is why yeah. we need the activity tab back, right? Yeah. This yeah. is what I would call a passive user of social media, mm. right? These people aren't actively contributing to the social media space. All they're doing is lurking and they're like they're liking and commenting on OnlyFans accounts and like DMing yes, people. Yes, like, so true. If you're a lurker and all you follow is OnlyFans accounts. Right. My dude. <laughs> Anything. That should be grounds for dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> See you in court. <laughs> so, yeah. There's that. There you go. That's my ick of the week anyway. Yeah. Men. <laughs> um, ick of the week. The male species. The other thing I've done. <laughs> did you know if you're on FaceTime with someone and you do like certain hand movements, like if you do a double thumbs up, you get like fireworks in the background. Can if we you try do, it? If you do a double, do it. Oh, I was going to say, let's call my, oh no, my dad won't answer. He'll be like, who is this? Yeah, no. Well, if you yeah, do a okay, double, I'll take your word for it. If you do a double thumbs down, rain clouds. Yeah. If you do a double like one of these. <laughs> then you get like laser beams and if you do like a love heart with your hands you get like love hearts and shit oh my god we need to facetime me and dad do it all the time it's so funny no we're gonna we're gonna do that and then we're gonna upload it (laughs) little tips and tricks (laughs) tech tips and tricks with us um i also read two books this week which pretty much equals like 56 in my eyes because i (laughs) cannot read a chapter without having to reread it honestly i but there's like i will go three months of not reading Mm. anything and then i'll read like seven books in a month and not touch a fucking book again for the rest Mm. of the year so this week i read the wild no it's just called wild place by christian white so christian white is an australian author who 
wrote The Nowhere Child and what's it called? Crickets. The Widow, The Widow and the, the Wife and the Widow. The Wife and the Widow, right? And he's also behind the TV show Clickbait, yeah. which was on Netflix, which is stunning. And can we just say that we went to an author talk with him he and he was, author. yeah, he was our first author talk. No, like we're stands. Love him. He's so much fun. So engaging. And he writes such a good book. Like if there's any author that can get me out of a reading slump, it's yeah. Christian White. And I think that's why I haven't read the book that you are just about to talk about. Yeah. Because I'm trying to like save it for when I really need it. But yeah. I really need it now. So Yeah. No. <laughs> this man invented writing. Like there will be no slander of Christian no. White in this household. Like this man obsessed, right? So he commonly writes thrillers. And so this one in particular, Wild Place, it's set in Melbourne. But because I'm pretty sure Christian like lived here for at least a portion of his life and it has themes of Adelaide wrapped up in it. Like it mentions Puzzle, Puzzle Park, but it's like mm. as if Puzzle Park's like based in Melbourne. Mm. And so Thriller's set in Melbourne and it follows this teacher. His name's Tom. He, he like lives in his hometown. It's like this small like, like it's on the Mornington Peninsula, like nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And... The neighbours are all really nosy being like a small, like kind of Mm -hmm. suburban area. There's like a neighbourhood watch, whatever. And this girl, I think she's like, I don't know how old she is, like 16, 17. Mm -hmm. She goes missing, right? And it's all about how it's during the school holidays. She went missing just before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And... One at the neighborhood watch, they kind of like because Tom's a teacher and he's on school holidays. They're like, "Oh well, you need to go and hand out all the posters." And he he was like her teacher or something, and so he becomes like seemingly obsessed with the case and like like really determined on on solving it and like gets heavily involved. And then he starts to think that like maybe she got caught up in like some satanic cult thing. It's like a whole thing. Bit of satanic panic for you. This book. So easy to read. Mm. So, like, I read it in three days. So easy to read. So good. It's so gripping. But it's also, like, a nice mellow read. Okay. Um, It's so easy to read. Like, I love his writing style. It's not overcomplicated. He's not out here using fucking big words and shit. And um, the plot twist. Oh, my God. I thought, like, I always try and guess, like, and mm. really figure out who it mm. was. I didn't guess this. No way. I did not guess the plot twist. There wow. were two, I would say, major plot twists. Yep. Did not pick them. Wow. Did not pick them. Wow. Mm. I loved it. I gave it for it. <laughs> it was so good, the chip fell out your mouth. <laughs> oh, there it is. I think I gave it four out of five on Goodreads. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I need to update my Goodreads, actually. So I've given that to you. And then I also read, we went to the shops yesterday. And I bought Divine Rivals. I've already finished it. <laughs> so, everyone on TikTok was saying that if you liked Fourth Wing, you'll love Divine Rivals. So I was Do like, you agree? Right, bet. So I read it. It was good. I obviously read it really quickly. Mm. Um, and it's a, it's an enemies to lovers like trope. Stunning. That's really what hooked me. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Okay. I love mm. enemies to lovers, mm. but the the like premise of the story. So it follows these two. One, I think they're both nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so young. It's supposed to be set in like 
I don't know, like the 80s or something. Oh, okay. But like there's magic and, and oh, shit involved. Okay. It's like really weird. And there's this war that's going on between there's there's all these gods, but there's two in particular, right? There's like a female god and a male god. One's like, she's the, the god of the sky. And he was like the god of underground. Like basically hell and heaven, I think it's supposed to represent, right? And they apparently resurface from the dead. Oh, and they're going to war. They're at war with one another, right? So all these people are like going and signing up to fight for one camp or the other. And um, this girl, what's her name? Iris is the main girl. And then Roman is the main guy. So they're both 19. They meet working together at the Gazette, which is like the main paper of where they live. And um, they're like fighting for the same role. And... Um, she ends up, like, I'm not giving anything away, but she ends up um, going to be a journalist um, or, like, what is it? Correspondent, war correspondent, right? So she goes out to the war to write for the papers, right? And it's this whole thing about will they, won't they? They've got, like, these magical typewriters and, like, they're writing to each other and stuff. And Sounds like MSN. <laughs> it's like olden day MSN. That's... <laughs> literally um yeah it was good i love the enemies to lovers god bless there were some bits of men i was like bless <laughs> um the like storyline and like the world or whatever not as good as fourth wing like mm. yeah okay. it's just fourth wing shits on this book mm. in my opinion okay. right yeah it also does the enemies to lover thing better in- mm-hmm. i feel like fourth wing's probably a bit more mature mm. okay I also this is young adult though. Yeah, Divine this is rivals. definitely like like it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, um, but it is really well written. Mm. Um, but the author would randomly like it's written like in a very normal, like you know, style of writing. Mm. It's not overwritten. The words are relatively normal. But then she just throw in like the most complicated word, and uh-huh. I'm like, we were we had a good thing going. Why yeah. are we doing this? Why'd you synonym that? <laughs> Throw your, throw your fucking yeah. thesaurus Why'd you out the window. synonym that one? Right? right? If it yeah. doesn't come to your mind the first time, don't use the word mm. because guess what? It's not coming to my mind. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, so I reckon I gave Divine Rivals three out of five. Mm. Okay. Um, but it was – I read it. I yeah. feel like it's an easy read and it yep. does kind of itch that or scratch that itch. Oh. <gasps> Coco got naked. Coco is naked. You know what she's done actually? She has another bandana. Right. It's like the pink one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hidden it somewhere. And <gasps> I don't know where it is. I went out yesterday when I went to Pilates, put it on her. And then when I came back, she was starkers, butt naked. And I was like, well, where's your bandana? I've looked everywhere and she's fucking hidden it somewhere. Maybe she's gifted it to someone in the committee. She might have. She very well might have. <laughs> she wanted to just throw it in between the slot and the fence um, and been like, this is yours now. Maybe she likes being naked. Not allowing it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, Divine Rivals definitely scratches the itch of like that you get after yeah. reading Fourth Wing. Yeah, okay. But it's not as good. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I will give you my two cents in a couple of years' time when I get around to reading them. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then also i don't think that i could sorry no just go. real quick go. i don't i love an enemies to lovers trope right i don't think it's feasible for me in real life and that makes me really mad i would love a real life enemies to lovers because like, i'm a people pleaser working on it though 
Whip. Yeah. We are a whip on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I want everyone to like me. I can't hate anyone. Yeah, okay. So I don't give a fuck what people like to think about me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, nah, nah. Anyway, that that's all I had to say on that. No, that's fair I don't enough. think I'll ever get an enemies to lovers trope. But well, we can work on that. The day's still young. <laughs> fuck you all. There you go. <laughs> Come on. She's going to issue a public apology after saying <laughs> that on the it. podcast. <laughs> She's actually going to cry herself to sleep now for <laughs> saying like, that. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said yeah. that. So I'm obviously in a reading phase. Mm-hmm. So then I went to Big W again this morning. Mm-hmm. And I bought Murder in the Family. I feel like you have been wanting to read that for a while. This has been on my list, right? Mm -hmm. And I bought it because it was cheap. It was at Big W and it was on my list. Now, I knew nothing about this book Mm -hmm. when I bought it, right? Is this the one? No, you you go. You go. So. You go. I think you know. I think I know. Yeah. This is not a normal book, right? No. So it's all about... In December 2003, Luke Ryder was found dead in the garden of the family home in London, leaving behind a wealthy older widow and three stepchildren. Nobody saw anything. Now secrets will be revealed live on camera. And it's like 20 years later, they get all these experts together on this TV show called Infamous. And they're trying to see if they can solve the crime because it was never, ever solved. And the producer is like his stepson, like the dude's stepson or something that died. Mm-hmm. So... I pick up this book thinking it's going to be like a normal crime thriller. It's not, right? Where am I? (laughs) First thing, newspaper clipping, right? Newspaper clipping. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just like for some fun context. Okay. Then we go into, oh my days. You're really struggling. Then we go into (laughs) a press release for the show. Which is like three pages long, accompanied by resumes of all the experts that are apparently going to be on the show, right? And then the actual meat of the book, it's not written like a book, it's written as a TV script. And it's like, even everything like title sequence, art house style, black and white montage of images and short, blah, blah, blah. Every visual that's referenced is like, you can see like there's newspaper clippings and like, they tell you when it's like a narrator versus and like everything that pops up on the screen is there and it's wild however i'm quite enjoying it because they kind of want you to solve it before the book solves it so you're essentially volunteering to solve this case yeah i currently work for the uk police it's another full-time employment yeah with no pay and no benefits yeah but a whole lot of fun so they didn't even (laughs) do you know what though do you know what would have been fun is when you bought this book if it came with like a little mini board and like (gasps) and string red string to connect and like photos to connect everything oh yeah give me my own little detective kit if you want me to solve it i'll solve it like fucking bet i'll i'll solve it. give me the little bits though yeah right Mm. like you're setting me up to fail now i'm gonna have to buy a notebook and like make notes and now we have expenses That work will not pay because I'm doing it for free. Do you reckon they're tax deductible? And, they're, and they're like, what's chuck it, it on, for? Chuck it on there. Solving a crime yeah. that's not even real. Yeah. So ATO so. asks questions. I'm sorry. You're going to have to take up your questions, queries and concerns with the author of this novel. But I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, right. It's quite fun. Um, it's quite different. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is having fun? Coco 
giving me every single toy that she owns in this house. <laughs> and she's naked. Let's not talk about that. Um, but yeah, it's quite it's quite a good book. So let's just watch this space because... Yeah, I would like to know what page you solved the crime on. I will. I'll tell you. Don't you worry. I'm excited. So watch me not sleep tonight because I'm... Trying You're to trying to crack the fucking code. Yeah, yeah. I like next episode. I'm like got my little detective hat on and my little <laughs> magnifying glass. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but that's it for my reading saga this week. I love that. And then you've been watching Selling Sunset. I have. I've only watched before this season. I think it's either season seven or eight that mm-hmm. we're up to. Um, I've only watched season one to three before watching the current season that dropped this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me maybe about four episodes to figure out who's who in the zoo and who's got beef with who yeah. as well. Um, oh, the Super Mario Brothers movie is out on Netflix. That's a fun movie. You should watch that. Review it next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I really like Emma and I like Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bit iffy about Chriselle and... Amanza. Yeah. Um, only because with Chriselle, like, she's stunning. Don't get me wrong. And, like, she's really nice. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when she has beef with someone, she just doesn't know when to let it go. Yeah. And, like, yeah, okay, the beef is a bit how you going. Like, some nice things were not said from both parties. But, but also, she's also an adult. Just, yeah, exactly. Act your age and just drop it. Just touch yeah. grass, please. Like... Mm-hmm. And I think that's my issue with Selling Sunset is like, it's just the same formula throughout. Yeah. Like yeah. people have beef, people gossip, the gossip isn't very specific. And so everyone gets involved and then people who aren't involved try to get involved to try to mediate the situation, but then it just makes it worse. And it's just like... And I feel like the drama, it's like stuff that stems from early seasons. It's not new drama. Yeah. They just keep it's rehashing just, the yeah. same yeah. drama. Yeah. This is why I liked Selling OC because, at least with that, they had all of that, obviously. But there was like a love story yeah. throughout it. So there was yeah. just something fresh where it was like, this is getting old now. Like, yeah. I love Selling Sunset, but even I'm like, fuck, man. Like, we've heard I'm this like, before. In this season, Brett and Jason announced that they're expanding the LA office. So there's room for, I think, six more um, people to come in and start selling. Yeah. Um, but I do hope that they hire men or just something other than a white something woman, different. to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. They need men in that office. Yeah. yeah. But it's also crazy how the property market is different in America as to what it is here. Um, Because, like, there's a lot of people that, like, they're saying that, like, it's, like, a really difficult time for property in America at the moment because not a lot of people are selling. Or, like, not a lot of people are wanting to buy. Whereas, like, here it's, like, a lot of people want to do those things, but there's not enough property to go around. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then also in the season... They're coming up to a point where the government is introducing like a mansion tax and I can't remember how much it is, um, but one of Emma's clients, she has a house that she needs to sell and she's trying to sell it before the mansion tax gets implemented because if they end up selling the house after that date, it's going to cost her clients $700,000. That's fucking wild. And so... 
Brett and Jason are trying to persuade Emma to contact her client to ask them or to try to negotiate with them to drop the asking price by $6 million so that it can get sold before the date of the mansion tax. I just, how much, how much was the house overall? I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but apparently that $6 million drop is like the biggest drop that they've had to the price of a house at Oppenheimer group since the dawn of time, essentially. That's wild. Yeah. They've never had a drop, had to drop the asking price that low before. That's crazy. I just, yeah, I feel like Americans, like not in every state because some states are different. Like I think tax, not tax, Texas. If you live there, you don't have to pay like state taxes or something. Oh, but I feel like places like California, people, People pay so much in tax, or at least that's the impression that they give, is that the tax rate is tax so Tax for everything. Um, which is wild. But I'd be interested to see if, like, the normal property market in America was the same. Mm. Like, maybe it's just the rich people. Yeah, that's no true. no one's selling and no one's yeah. buying. Because why would point. you have interest rates are through the roof, I suppose? And you Because like, imagine the interest rates yeah. on these houses. Yeah. That would be wild. Mm. I always wonder if they pay cash as well. There was, I think the person that bought the house that I was just talking about, I think they offered to pay cash. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, How do you, I'm sorry, but how are you rolling around with like millions of dollars? Like where are you, what what are you storing it in? And what um, do you, how do you take, do you take that to the office? I don't. Well, I, right. So cash. I didn't realize until watching this show, like earlier seasons, mm. when they say we'll like we'll pay in cash, they don't mean cash. They don't oh. mean physical cash. Oh, they mean <laughs> no. I thought that as well. <laughs> like, how are you transporting right. six million dollars in right. in fifth in hundred dollar bills? That's what I was wondering. And no, that's not what it is. Cash means that you don't have to finance it. So, like, it's like a bank transfer, effectively. Where So, you've either got finance where it goes through a bank and all of that, or you cash transfer. Right. And, like, transfers are just, uh, must be quicker or something. Okay, sorry. Who has six million? I think it went for more than six million, but who has that amount of money just sitting in their bank? Yeah, right. Bananas. Damn. That is insane. Yeah. No, I I haven't watched, like, this new season yet. Maybe I'll go home and watch it tonight, but I... I love it because I feel like I've watched every other season now. I can't not watch it. It does also, yeah, you you do need to watch it. Like, it's not bad. Like, it's good. It's good, easy, easy watching. But it does make me want to get acrylic nails. <laughs> I also cannot fathom how they, I like, they look great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But how are they allowed to dress like that to work? That and also, like, you, I'm sorry, but you are not wearing jeans in your home. No. Willingly. No. Sorry. No. That, no, that just doesn't happen. No. Yeah. I don't care if you're like a size zero. I remember, I reckon it was last season. Amanda's outfits got wild Yeah, they are, ba- they are banana. Like, they look killer and she looks unreal. But, but they look like they were nightclubbing. Yeah. 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 Like if I wore that to work, I wore corporate shorts, right, to work this mm. week. They're nice. Mm. Linen. Like thick linen. Mm. Like they're very like. I mean, maybe work will have other thoughts, but I thought that they were very fun and appropriate, mm. right? They were not... Anyway, whatever. I felt like uh, like 
and I work in a very casual office mm. where like I've had days where I've worn this mm. to work. I felt like that was crossing the line. <laughs> and yet these people are showing up in like yeah. full clubbing, like just a yeah. nipple pasty and yeah, some truly, shorts and truly. Heels. And they're like, off we go. Selling a house. For a billion dollars. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's wild. Bananas. Uh-huh. Nice. All right. Well, I need to watch that then. Yes, definitely. Okay. I'm proud of you for watching something. I'm, before you too. Wow. Absolutely. Unheard of. <laughs> Um, we were just churning through the episodes last night and then it got to like 11 o'clock and we were like, oh, we need to go to bed. Yeah, I think right. I've got like four episodes left. Yeah. Okay. I smashed out, I think maybe like, yeah, seven or eight yeah. last night. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll watch that. Well, I'm torn between solving my crime. And selling houses. And selling houses. Like what wow. side hustle <sighs> do I want? We're fully booked. Well, wow. you guys were sleeping. I was saving the Our- UK from criminals. <laughs> And Danica was keeping the U.S. property market alive. Truly. Don't say I don't do anything in my spare time. God forbid a girl has hobbies, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, what did you fuckers do this week? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Listen to us because we love you. And we still fucked it up. We had to re-record the end. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) You don't come here for quality, to be honest. Oh, God. All right. Well, before we fuck it up again. Yeah. Thank you. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.